are honored to have a couple guests from Moses Lake and um, from Health Source Chiropractic in Moses Lake. And they have some good news to share with us. But first, I would like to introduce them to you. We have Dr. Jones and we have uh, Dr. Jeff Martin. Welcome. Thanks Thank for you. having us. You are welcome. So our listeners are probably a little bit familiar with Dr. Jones, um, but Dr. Martin is a new face to us. So mm -hmm. I would love if you would share with us a little bit of your background and how you became a chiropractor. Sure. Uh, I was born and raised in Sunnyside, Washington, not too far away from here. And I went to college at Brigham Young University, got my degree in uh, exercise science. Even at that point, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Um, it took a while for me to get to the chiropractic route. I, I knew I wanted to help people in some way in healthcare. I just wasn't sure how. And so I shadowed a lot of people, uh, a lot of different professions. And it wasn't until I shadowed a chiropractor that it really clicked with me. I, I really loved their approach. I loved uh, just how well they helped people. Um, and I um, found a school in Portland, so not too far away from Sunnyside, uh, a chiropractic school. And so I applied, got in, uh, went through it. And a few years later, here I am. Sounds great. And I'm sure Dr. Jones is happy to have you on board as part oh, of his yes. team. So, uh, Dr. Jones, would you share with us just a little bit about um, what chiropractic care is? Because a lot of times I think there's maybe not a full understanding of what, what it is. Chiropractic care is, is all about uh, getting the body to balance and to take care of itself. Um, the primary focus is getting the nervous system functioning properly so that uh, all the other interventions that you can do will also be more effective. Um, this is done primarily through the chiropractic adjustment, releasing stress to the, the nerves, primarily as they exit the spine. Uh, it, at HealthSource, we go a step further, though. We, we definitely work a lot with the, with the physical rehab on top of that. Uh, we do a lot of physical retraining um, and neurologic retraining training from a, a lot of maneuvers with basically exercises, um, although they're a bit more specific than that. Um, we spend a great deal of time um, diagnosing people, not just from a simple standard disease state, but functionally figuring out if they can stand in certain positions, if they can perform certain maneuvers, uh, which way the body moves, is it going in a proper pattern or not? Um, that way we can retrain all of that. Um, and when we, what we find is as you get the stress off the body, it can handle it so much more, uh, or so, life so much better, I should say. Um, uh, the current pandemic we're in is a great example right now. You know, uh, everyone knows how terrible it is to, to contract COVID-19. Yet, if you're healthy, chances are you won't even have symptoms, um, which is simply comes down to promoting proper health. And uh, that is really, really what we focus on. It's not about the pain or the, the sickness or the disease. It's the lack of health that we really, really address and, uh, and try to focus on. And it's uh, the biggest challenge is, frankly, getting culturally people to, to respond to what they need to do. Um, the, it's not a big magic bullet and it's not a surprise when you can get actually people to understand what they've done to themselves over the past 30 or 40 years and then getting them to reverse that behavior so that they can actually live healthily and get back to doing what they love. Anything you would like to add to that, Dr. Martin? Oh, he put it so well. I'm not sure what I can add, but uh, I'll try. 
Uh, you know, kind of along what Dr. Jones said, you know, one thing that really makes us unique here in Moses Lake is the rehab portion of what we do. You know, a, a lot of chiropractors out, out there, they offer the adjustment, which is great, but most of the time people need a lot more than that. And that's where our rehab really comes in because, you know, like Dr. Jones said, it, it helps us retrain our neurological sy uh, system, excuse me. Uh, you know, it helped uh, helps us stabilize so these problems don't keep coming back again and again and again. You know, as much as we love seeing people, our ultimate goal is that we don't have to see them that often. Um, so that's that's about my two cents. Well, one thing um, being a pharmacist that that strikes me is that um, we're we're starting from an approach of helping the body heal itself along with a treatment and a plan, um, and so. Um, that's kind of exciting because we're not adding something to the body that's foreign um, because there is, there is problems to that. Um, but in the meantime, um, we kind of could talk about maybe even safety of chiropractic uh, care. That's something I think that is um, maybe a misnomer out there. Maybe your, your industry hasn't been looked on too favorably, but maybe we should talk a little bit about what your thoughts are about the safety of your care. There's quite a bit of misinformation about that. And I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, here's the deal. Um, I, I like to talk at it from a, a nuts and bolts situation and, and let's just talk insurance. All healthcare practitioners have to have some level of, of malpractice insurance. And if you really want to find out what is safe and what is unsafe, Talk to the people that actually have to pay out on these things. An average chiropractor pays less per year on, on malpractice insurance than your average medical doctor pays per month. Um, we could just stop right there. Right. Uh, but so if you want to look for safety and you want some facts, that's the realest fact you can really look at. Are there some risks involved? Absolutely. It's, it's impossible to intervene in the body without having some sort of reaction. Um, the most common thing that you will see with chiropractic, you might be a little sore. Um, that's frankly the most common thing. Uh, the one that everybody is always freaking out over is strokes. You went to a chiropractor, you had a stroke. Um, and there, there's that, that's been going on long before I, I've been practicing uh, and, and the, the misconceptions that go on. Do people sometimes have a stroke after they see a chiropractor? Absolutely, it happens. But the, I think the best study I can point to is they, they did a, a retrospective study and they looked at the number of strokes that happened uh, 24 hours after seeing a chiropractor. And then they compared the incidence of strokes of, of people that had seen their medical doctor just for, for neck pain, for example. And what they found is there was almost an identical incidence of stroke after seeing a medical doctor as there was after seeing a chiropractor. In fact, statistically it was just slightly higher. So if you went to see your medical doctor for say neck pain and he didn't even touch you potentially or mostly wrote you a script and you had a stroke 24 hours later, um, that was slightly more, uh, more, uh, more frequent than seeing a chiropractor who actually might do a physical intervention to that neck. So the reality is it looks like while I'm not gonna deny that there's absolutely no chance that a chiropractor was the final triggering factor to the stroke. But the reality is most times strokes that are involved with a, what they call a, a, a basal basilar artery accident, if you wanna call it that, basically a, a clot that gets thrown from the vertebral artery up into the brain, um, it is preceded by neck pain. 
That's a very common symptom. And so the, unfortunately, many times the practitioner gets the blame for it when it was frankly already happening. And the sad thing is it's impossible so far to be able to differentiate common neck pain from somebody who's having neck pain from a, 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 a vertebral artery uh, that is starting to dissect. It's, right. it's, it's unfortunate. I, I wish we could get past that. Um, we're not there yet. But as far as putting that into perspective as well, your chances of dying from taking an aspirin is a few hundred times higher than your chances of dying after getting adjustment to the neck. Well, leading up to our interview today, I looked online just to see what um, an annual death looked like from prescription drugs. And these are drugs that were prescribed by a doctor, and this does not include opioids. This is um, about 128,000 people die every year from prescribed medication. And that might study for as long as I've known. Yeah, and that might be a little bit low because we don't always see um, everything being reported. So, you know, um, prescription drug therapy does have risk factors. And so I would think getting a drug is a higher risk than going to a chiropractor at this point. And that's the last time my... I looked at an epidemiological study, um, and again, stroke is the one that is always the thing. And most, by the way, most of these people don't die from these strokes. Um, but uh, the, the average is about four strokes per year. Um, it's been a few years since I looked at the, at the studies, but that was the last time I checked. So four potential strokes may be tied to an adjustment versus, as you said, uh, a definitely 120 plus thousand confirmed deaths from drugs. Sure. So Dr. Martin, would you share with me and our guests who your typical patient is and um, maybe surprises to us as to who they might be and who you can treat that we don't even think about? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, you know, the typical patient, uh, there's a few typical patients I see throughout the day. Uh, one of the top patients I see is just your average uh, blue collar worker, you know, coming in after a long day of working and just feeling sore, just feeling very stiff, can't move very well. And, you know, I, I'm glad I'm able to help them out. And that's one reason I love moving back to a, a town like this. You know, Sunnyside's very similar to Moses Lake. And that's one thing I really look forward to is helping such workers, you know, people who are using their body day in and day out. And I, you know, I just do what I can to help them moving and functioning better again. Um, let's see some of the other um, types of typical patients that I see, you know, are just, oh man, just everyone, you know, everyone from all ages, you know, I've been seeing a lot of, you know, younger people in their twenties, um, lately that are just feeling all sorts of aches and pains. And, you know, one of the things I always tell them is, you know, you are too young to feel this old. That is one of the, my favorite things to say to patients, because it's almost always true. Um, and I just, you know, like I said, do the best that I can help them out, get them functioning better. So they could feel more their age. It's nothing more disheartening than to see a 10 year old with debilitating migraines. Mm, exactly. So what about, um, pregnant women or infants? Do you see any clients like that? Mm -hmm. Yes, I do. Um, I, I have seen a few pregnant women and infants. Um, for the most part, you know, I, I see pregnant women, you know, I could see them all throughout their pregnancy, but, um, you know, and we definitely encourage them to come in just to help them out. You know, uh, I have two kids. And so I know from personal experience from my wife that, you know, pregnancy could be pretty rough on the body. Um, for both the mother and the baby, honestly. 
And, you know, and my wife, she had chiropractic adjustments throughout her second pregnancy and she loved it. You know, it really helped with her hips, with her back, and it, it really made that process a lot easier for her. Um, infants, you know, I've, I've seen a few infants and, you know, the, the great thing about treating infants is there's a lot of different options we could take to help them out. You know, it's not always using our hands, you know, what we call manual adjusting. There's always different techniques such as the activator or what everyone else calls very it, the, force techniques, yeah. the, the, the clicker, which like Dr. Jones says, a very light force technique where, you know, it, it, it's not the aggressive form. I think that's why a lot of people are apprehensive about bringing their kids in is because they expect us to just, you know, put our yeah, everything into infants, it. The most common thing we see are, are colicky kids, that yes. child that yep. just can't seem to keep anything down, can't seem to sleep, can't seem to shut up, frankly. Um, and, uh, you know, colic has a phenomenal result uh, with, with chiropractic. It's about 90 plus percent of the time you can get it to, if not necessarily resolve, at least you can mitigate it and, uh, get the child quite comfortable. And uh, sometimes that can be a big deal. Um, Colic can be bad enough to where the child doesn't thrive. Um, and so it's it's always nice to see them be able to eat, be able to sleep. And it's neat, neat to see the sanity of the pain, pain, parents come back too. Absolutely. As a mother mm -hmm. of having one that was very colicky, that would have been a blessing. So yeah. good to hear. So ladies, just think of that when you have a baby that is, is suffering that you may be able to get away from not using medication. It might be just an adjustment. And um, that being said, um, healthcare and pricing seems to be a big topic. And I know we didn't talk about this before, but kind of leads into, um, you know, alternative care always is thought of as being very expensive. And how would you like to address that, Dr. Jones, as far as affordability? Okay, that's a that's a great question. Uh, am I allowed to talk about any specials we have right now? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, HealthSource is a nationwide franchise, um, which allows us to not only stay on top of the, the cutting edge of, of treatment, it also helps us to figure out uh, pricing and, and things like that. I've got to be careful how I say that. They don't tell us how to price things. That's, uh, that's against the law. But they do help us with the business side of, of things so that we can figure out ways to make things more affordable. Um, right now, we have a special uh, for $29. We can do the full workup, x-rays, exam, what have you. Um, so if you're worried about cost, uh, the, the neatest thing is, is for $29, we can find out exactly what's going on with you. If we can help you, we'll show you exactly what would be ideal. And if there's any costs involved, we always, always go over that before you commit to anything. Um, so maybe, and costs, of course, vary because of the severity of the problem that you have. Uh, so it might take a significant intervention. It might just be a very simple thing. We, we don't know. But for $29, you can find that out. Um, as far as the other costs go, can it cost a little bit to take care of things? Sure. But you always have to factor in what it costs you to not take care of that problem. How much work are you missing? How much life are you missing out on? Uh, how much, frankly, life are you cutting your short on? Uh, you know, you know, you, you stress that body long enough, it cuts off that at the tail end of it. And it's not like you just don't live as long. You don't live as well. So you, you, you're, you die five or 10 years earlier than you could have if you'd been able to take care of some things properly. And you're miserable for the last 15. What does that cost you? So you just kind of have to look at it from there. Um, but I, I, we get that question quite often. And the best answer I can give people, well, it'll cost you about 29 bucks to find out. <laughs> and, right. and, and, uh, and then there. you can go from there. It's an investment sure. in your health. It really is. Right. I know sometimes we don't put a price tag on that, but quality is important. I think standard of care does not equate quality. So 
great point that you brought up is how do you want to live the rest of your life? Do you want to be in pain or discomfort or not enjoying the activities that your family or your friends are involved in? I'm glad you phrased it like that because that's one thing we really focus on is it's not just about pain. It's about how you live your life. That's why we ask all of our patients, you know, what are some things in your life that this is affecting, you know, and we, we, we use that as one of our goals is to get them, you know, a lot of times it's, you know, playing with the kids, playing with the grandkids, going out golfing or just work in general. And we just, we use that as a goal, like, okay, we're going to get you back to doing those things that you love. So. It's the why. Yeah. It's always the why. So I'm going to throw you under the bus a little bit, Dr. Martin, but um, I'm looking for a story. And okay. So share with me a success story that um, really hits home to you. Oh, a success story. Um, let's see. A few months ago, we had a patient, a uh, 40-something-year-old male, you know, working class, came in, could hardly even walk. He, he was literally limping into our office. And just, you know, one of those things where the patient sits down with me and I think to myself, oh boy, this is, this could be a real, real toughie, but, you know, I worked with him, you know, um, I was able to get a good plan going for him that included, you know, the adjustment rehab, some stuff he could do at home. And, you know, it, it was great because it was just one of those textbook stories where every appointment at the end of it, he felt better. And every time you know, it only took a couple appointments where he wasn't lipping anymore, but he still had that pain. A couple appointments after that, he didn't have any pain, but he still had stiffness in his low back, that is. And then finally, towards the end of the care, he, he just kept coming in. He's just like, I, I feel great. No pain, no stiffness, nothing. Mm -hmm. And it, it was just one of those great things where, you know, at first he, he could, he had to call into work, uh, just he couldn't work anymore. He couldn't do anything. He couldn't go out and have fun. And by the end of care, he was able to do everything he wanted to do. He was able to work no problem. He was able to um, walk without a limp, you know, like 41 or whatever he was, you know, that's not something anyone should have to do. And, and it was great. You know, I could just see not only the physical aspects, but also the emotional mental aspects of it, where he was just so down on his luck when he first came in. And by the end, he was just this chipper, happy dude that was, we were always glad to see by the end of it. And it was great. That is a great story. I love hearing that because it changed his life and his family's life by mm -hmm. taking care of a problem in a alternative method that really should be more standard of care, I think, in our country. So I'm going to throw Dr. Jones under the bus with the same kind of, um, scenario perhaps or something different what what stands out in your mind as somebody that um had improvement with your therapy oh there's so many it's it's a little hard to choose but uh there, there's one that's that's dear to me um 24 year old young lady uh came to see me debilitating migraines um she had started having headaches when she was a junior in high school kind of got through high school simply by giving up everything. She had no friends, um, uh, you know, gave up all of the, the extracurricular activities she, she 
like to do just so she could finish her studies. And then, uh, you know, she left home after that. She went to college, at least she tried to. Um, she got through a semester and a half college and, and she was failing. She ended up dropping out because she couldn't concentrate. She couldn't get her work done. Um, she tried to get jobs two or three different times, uh, ended up either getting fired or quitting because she just couldn't show up to work on a regular basis because she never knew when these migraines were going to hit. Um, poor girl had ended up moving back in with her parents and uh, she had no prospects, had no life, had given up on every one of her goals. Um, her migraines were coming at least four times a week and when they hit the day was over. Um, if she tried to do anything it would end up making her throw up and everything. She had lost around 30 pounds and she was never overweight to start with. Um, so we started working with her and uh, mind you it took a little bit of work. It was about a three-month ordeal that we went through. But after the first two weeks, migraines were down to once a week. Wow. Um, from there, wow, excuse me, this one still touches me. But from there, we were able to get these migraines under control. It's been three years. I was wow. talking to her just two weeks ago. Um, she now has a career. She finished her college degree. Uh, she still is a little bit shy, hasn't been out dating or anything, but she's got a dog. And um, she's about ready to move out of home. It's not because of finances. She just, like I said, she, she still has a, a shyness issue going on that she wants to overcome before she goes out on her own. But she's got her life back. Yeah. Um, there's one other story that I'd like to tell. This one's a little shorter. Um, and, and this one it was actually a family member. I had an aunt call me up, uh, my, mother's, my, my mother's sister. And uh, I'm not even sure why she called me out of the blue. But as we were talking, and she lives clear down in St. George, Utah. Um, I was asking her how she was doing, and she confessed she was having trouble walking. Um, her back had gotten so bad, she'd had two surgeries in the past. And um, she just, you know, she's in her 80s and wasn't performing well. And um, I offered to have her come up, and, uh, you know, we've got a, uh, we've had a few of our kids leave home, and, and we had some space, and offered to have my wife, my aunt, come live with us for a few months. And we brought her in to a full evaluation. Like we talked about, we looked at that functional uh, issue. It wasn't about her pain. It's what can she do or not do. Mm -hmm. And we worked on restoring all that through exercises. We also put her through specialized traction, which is designed to basically pump the disc up, give a little more space in there. And um, within just a couple of months, we had her from, she, she couldn't walk from my front door to the bedroom without having to sit down when she came to stay with us. By the mm -hmm. time she left, she was walking two miles straight a day. Um, and she has continued to do that for the last four years. Uh, she's got her life back. And, and I, frankly, I had to scare her a little bit because uh, part of her problem was some of her habits she had. She liked to sit down all day and uh, she was using the pain as a bit of an excuse and it had gotten her trapped. But I, I made it real clear to her. says, you know, um, you can either do what we're talking about here or you'll be in a rest home in the next six months. And I don't expect you to make it three years. That's just where she was. And, um, you know, that, that one definitely wasn't about the money at all. It was about taking care of family. And it, it was, uh, you, you know, you're putting your reputation at risk when, you, when, you're, when you're trying yeah. to help a family member. <laughs> and um, it was just a wonderful thing to do. And, and mind you, uh, we've, we've seen results like that many, many times in our clinic. Uh, but that was one that still sticks with me because I was, frankly, I was sticking my neck out when I did it. That's amazing. I love all your stories. I think one thing that resonates really strongly to me is that once once that person has their function back, their whole life has taken a new direction in a positive way. And that didn't take a drug or surgery. Um, no. I'm not saying that those things aren't important sometimes and they um, don't need to happen. 
um, our son broke his leg and he needed to have, um, you know, that surgically fixed. And we understand that, but, mm -hmm. but there are downsides to having the surgery and, and a downside to taking medication as well. So yeah. love hearing that. So one thing that I want our listeners to know about is um, Health Source of Chiropractic of Moses Lake has a new facility. And so I think they are super excited to oh, share yeah. <laughs> about their facility. So mm -hmm. whichever one wants to jump in, Dr. Jones or Martin, go uh, Doc, why don't you tell them about tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, so tomorrow we actually have our ribbing cutting uh, for our new building. It is, oh, man. My wife, tomorrow, was it 1230? Yeah. My, wife, my wife texted me to remind me. Yeah, 1230, 1.30 tomorrow. Uh, Tuesday, we have a ribbon cutting at our new building. Um, and, you know, we're really excited for it. You know, a lot of the space we devoted for it is for our rehab center, because that is one of the most important things that we do, um, is that rehab, those exercises that we teach. So there's a lot of room for that. And also, we left enough room for expansion. You know, we keep seeing more and more patients every day, and eventually we're going to need to bring in another doc. And so we left some room uh, for that doc as well. And, you know, uh, just so much room, so much more daylight coming in through the windows. Um, and we were very fortunate when we built this. We were expecting to expand and needing space. Uh, we were not anticipating a pandemic where we needed social distancing. Um, so now the nice thing is we've got enough space. We can pretty much see as many people as we want to, and still have more than six feet between them. And mm -hmm. and uh, it's just a it's a great place, and uh, it's uh, it's set up the way we've been wanting to do it for a long time. So we're excited about that. And, and of course, everybody's welcome to the ribbon cutting. Um, we're not calling it a grand opening because that's gonna be too many people. We don't go, want Governor Ansley there, but um, uh, we'll do probably a grand opening next spring would be my guess. Yeah. That's super exciting. And I love what you're doing with the rehab because just a little story with our son, Jordan, when he broke his leg, he started in moving right away. And, and I think that's one thing that I love to hear with what Dr. Jones and Dr. Martin is talking about is being in motion is mm -hmm. part of being yes. healthy. And the story of helping his aunt, it's true. Sometimes we have to sit people down and say, you have to move to get better. Um, but moving correctly is probably more important than just moving because I'm sure the gentleman that was working that Dr. Martin helped was probably doing some repetitive motions at work that wasn't very helpful as well. So, mm -hmm. um, and a lot of involuntary motions. Yep. A lot of us don't know we're standing wrong, we're moving wrong, we're wearing things out just with normal act activity. Not good. Normal activity or maybe shoes or. Yeah. Yes. We deal with feet a lot. A lot of feet problem. Even when you don't feel pain in the feet, you know, a lot of the source of problems yeah. can come from the feet. I would say close to one third or excuse me, one, three out of four patients that come in, they have a foot issue that has to be addressed and they don't even know it. So it could be improper soles, just the wrong shoe. Yeah. And the mere fact that God really did not design us to be walking on concrete and flat surfaces from birth. And uh, it has a tendency to break things, uh, normal structures down, and we have to figure out ways to compensate for that. And it's actually fairly straightforward to do, but first you got to identify the problem. That's good to hear. Yeah. So um, what about nutrition? Sean and I talk a lot about nutrition and, and I have sneaky feeling that slips into your care as well. Not that you guys are. You want to talk about that at all, doc? No, I'll talk about some nutrition. Yes, we, <laughs> we are very big on nutrition. Um, 
you know, there are a lot of products that we use and provide for our patients that could really benefit them. Um, we have our core uh, nutritionals that are all about reducing that inflammation in the body. You know, one thing we don't want patients to rely on are, you know, NSAIDs. You know, I, I have a lot of patients that are like, I had one this morning that said, I've been taking Advil constantly for the past four days. And that's not stuff I want to hear. Um, so, of course, you know, I want to treat them, get out of pain, but also provide those all natural nutritionals, you know, um, that'll also help bring down that inflammation and pain. You know, you, know, you have your omega-3s, your probiotics, you know, all, all that stuff that could help them. And, of course, we have other products that, you know, could help with more um, – I'm linking on the word, but more uh, specific, that's the word, more specific problems, you know, whether it's a disc issue, joint issue, just stuff that could really target uh, their specific need. And so we are, yep, long story short, yes, we are very big on nutritionals. Yeah, the American diet, just to start with that, is it's highly inflammatory to start with. So well, you're, you're already inflamed with the, with the food that you eat, and then you start doing abnormal activities and add a little stress to that. It doesn't take much at all to push you right through the roof. And if we can at least offset the dietary side of that, then the physical side is much, much easier to deal with. So, and, you know, Sean and I have talked to um, our listeners about this, that during this pandemic, the inflammation is probably not your friend. No. So if we can do anything besides moving and get your inflammation down, um, those are things that you have control over. Um, so I'm all for that. And like Dr. Jones said, the American diet is so off the chart, not healthy. So, you know, anything we can do to adjust that and put it in a better perspective, I think is wonderful to hear. So, so um, I have a question about um, what the rehab looks like, and I'm sure there's many, many different scenarios out there, but I'm assuming that some of the work isn't just going to be in your office. It's going to be also at the client's home. The ultimate goal yep. is to move the therapy to the home. Um, but as I've been pointing out, or, and Dr. Martin will, will back me up on this, people, they do things poorly. I, we, we used to get this question all the time. I rarely get it anymore because patients get it a lot faster. You know, they said, well, can't I just do this at home? I said, no, because you suck at it. You know, you've got to do this right. Otherwise, you're going to create a problem. Um, that's why uh, HealthSource is very big, big on what we call our HealthSource motion screen or movement screen. Uh, is, is it nine different motions or ten? Uh, always adding eight, a few, nine. eight right now eight, yeah nine. um specific motions that aren't so much you know the global things that you would expect they're, they're small maneuvers you know like can can you touch your fingertips from back to side to side and can you do it the same from side to side it, it'll tell you where things are tight where they're loose uh where they move improperly yeah i can see the people over here sean needs some help over there i need some help um Yes. So uh, basically, that, that, that's a combination of, of a physical uh, adaptation that's, that's incorrect and, and, and an anomaly in the nervous system, which is causing things to move improperly. And we tailor the, the rehab specifically to the motion patterns or these movement screens that each patient comes in with. And then we move them up. And, and, and as they graduate through this, certain maneuvers, they start to master. Well, those go home. We're not going to waste time at the office anymore. We're going to start doing something more complex. And that's where the real magic happens. Um, when we can get somebody to open their eyes and realize that this was bad and it's now improving and that they can control it, that is a neat thing. And then it comes down to once we get that under control, do we talk well? Sure. You know, we coach people over time. 
we work with them and we have to offset some things that they cannot do on their own. Um, and, you know, the, that, that might entail a regular tune-up depending upon the, the type of work they do, the, the activities that they, they do on, on the site, and also, frankly, how much damage that they incurred long before they ever got this under control. Uh, that's a factor that we have to take into account. That's a great point. So I know my husband is a fan of you folks and just to speak, yeah, we love to, athletes, <laughs> just to, speak to the athletes out there that are training, um, you might want to think about that too. Um, do you see other athletes besides my husband come in for just an adjustment? All the time. And if, if you're talking okay. athletes, you, you will never see a pro sport that does not have a chiropractor on the field. It just, the, it, it, it reduces injury and it increases performance just flat out. Um, and the, and it's just, it, it's, it's a neat thing to work with. And, 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 you know, injuries still happen on occasion with sports, but those that are under chiropractic care, they, they frankly, they heal faster. Can I pull out studies on that? No, because there's no money behind finding that kind of stuff out. There's no multi-billion dollar industry, but, um, you don't need studies when you, when you look at the pro teams, there's, there's not somebody there with an, with a needle on the field. There's, there's a chiropractor in a table. That's good to hear. I imagine the college is moving in the same direction as well. So, oh yeah, they have for a long time. Yeah. So do you see any of our um, high school athletes come through your office? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. Maybe yeah, not this year. But... Not so much this year right now. <laughs> I, I see, I see, you know, all sorts of athletes, high school athletes. I see um, people who are, you know, dancing, in some dancing troops, I see people that are playing hockey, you know, all sorts of ages, you know, middle school, high school, um, that, you know, they, they play their sports, they get a little roughed up, they get, you know, a little tight in some regions, and I help them getting functioning more properly, you know, because the last thing you want is someone doing a repetitive task improperly. That's where a lot of that wear and tear happens, and we definitely don't want it to happen yeah, at those such a young age throwing their shoulders out and all that other yeah. stuff when it had nothing to do with power or, or anything their 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 technique was off not even from training and the coaching they, their muscles fire in the wrong order that has to be retrained mm -hmm. it's true and you know i think about what we do in sports now is we've kind of done all year with the same sport versus mm -hmm. multiple sports throughout the year so yeah. that proper technique or motion or getting you back into a proper function when you're doing your exercises is, is probably very, very important, especially if it's only one sport. Um, any opinions about the one sport athlete? Um, well, it, uh, I, I think you kind of pointed it out. Anybody that does just one thing all the time, no matter how perfectly they do it, uh, that is not balance. But at the same time, I understand if somebody really loves something, mm -hmm. I don't really want them to quit. Uh, uh, we, let, let's let's figure out how we can work around this and and at least maximize um, the body in a way that reduces the injury as low as possible and and let's at least eliminate the the activities that are definitely detrimental and they don't even know they're doing that. So um, and while it's easy to to criticize a, an athlete because they overdo it, let's face it, they're not dying of a bunch of the other stuff that everybody else is. So um, it's still a healthier thing to do. Uh, I, you know, not to pick on a sport, but the only activity I really don't enjoy or I see, don't like my patients doing is, you know, the, the long-term running. I have yet to see a runner that doesn't blow something out. It just, it's going to happen. But at the same time, if running is what they love, well, the last thing I want to do is have them switch over to something they don't enjoy and then they'll quit doing. And yeah, then they're, they're going to really miss out on life. I'd rather have them blow out that knee eventually 
but uh, if, if we can look at their feet, make sure the mechanics are proper there and get the muscles balanced through the hips and, and you know, the, the, the mechanical chain all the way up so that they reduce the stress off there, maybe they'll last long enough to where they find something else that they enjoy and maybe they won't blow that knee out. That's a great point. Great point. So anything laying on your heart, Dr. Martin, that you'd like to share with our clients today, because I heard you might have to step out a little bit early. Yeah, I have a few more minutes here. Um, you know, just that we're here to help as many people as we can. You know, um, I just, uh, that's why I love being here doing, working for HealthSource and doing what I do is because I love seeing people getting back to doing what they love. Um, and, you know, it, there's a lot of different ways we could do things. And, you know, one, one thing I, I, I tell all my patients is we appreciate feedback. You know, we really listen to our patients. You know, I, you know, I hear too many stories from other, the, from patients seeing other professionals where they don't really listen or they say, my knee hurts. Like, okay, well then let me look at your neck, you know, stuff like that. When, you know, I, I like to think, you know, we really listen. We really want to help you get better, live a better life, and we will do whatever it takes to get you to that point. That's nice to hear because traditionally I'm hearing from my clients that they only get maybe a few minutes with their provider and they're checking the box. And my guess, Dr. Jones, is when you have a client come in that you're taking some time with them and going over things. Well, definitely. And that's why we have a team, um, especially somebody that's in active care. It's, it, 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 during active care, it's very common for them to be there an hour or more. Now, they may only have five minutes face-to-face -face time with me. Uh, but it's a very concentrated time and, and it is in a dovetail relationship with, with the therapy people that we have there that are working through things. And of course, the, the communication that's going on during that hour, they can always pull me back in, which that does happen. Um, and we make sure that their, their key values, the things that they love to do is really what's being addressed that day. And, mm -hmm. and, uh, I've, uh, it, I've always found it interesting when, when you get to know the patient, how every once in a while it'll click with them that, gee, I really didn't see you for very long, but I felt like we had a really long conversation. And that's because the, everything that they're saying and doing is, uh, is shared by everyone that's there in the office. So that's why we're able to stay so focused and yet st still see so many people. I love hearing that because that is one of the major concerns that patients have right now in the, in the United States is they're not being heard. And this is a great way to address um, issues on a safe level with long-term effects. Because um, I imagine the gentleman that Dr. Martin was talking about could have easily went in, could have easily been told he needed to take some pain meds or sleeping meds or mm -hmm. maybe set up for a surgery and none of those things happened, I'm guessing. That, that's exactly correct, you know, and I'm glad I was able to provide him with that option instead of, you know, him having to get surgery, which would have had its own, you know, possibly severe side effects. With an 80% chance of never going back to his job. Yeah. And so that's why one of the biggest reasons I chose this profession is because, you know, um, I've had surgery in the past. Uh, um, I mean, it was for a torn ACL, so that kind of had to happen, but still, um, you know, I, I want to have, I want to be that other option. You know, a lot of people are too afraid to get surgery. And so they just live in pain for the rest of their life. Uh, and so I want to be there for those people that, you know, there is another way. Long story short. That's awesome. I, I think you're right. I think people um, get stuck in the fear mode and 
don't really know there's other tools or options for them out there. And so I'm glad we can do that for them. And also when Dr. Jones talked about a young lady, you know, in her life, just starting out, I mean, that's, that's a life change game change for her because now she can live her life and, and pursue a career and a, a life to live. So that's yeah. wonderful. And, you know, I'm assuming if we went down the traditional route, we would be on all kinds of medications and drugs and shots. And she had been on that route. It was destroying her. And uh, she was already starting to have indications on her blood test that it was damaging her liver. And um, it, it was it was a terrible thing she was going through. She's drug free, pain free, you know, basically problem free at this point. Now she's dealing with the things that a woman in her mid 20s would deal with. And, you know, consider those problems before she couldn't even imagine dealing with those problems. They, they just didn't exist because she was not going to go forward with her life. Right. She was already dead. Right. Which is really sad because, you know, we're talking about two individuals that are fairly young that had some really <laughs> debilitating things in front of them that were solved by problem or solved in a way that, you know, put them on a path and a successful path with their family and a future. So that's wonderful. Um, so when we um, talk about um, your facility, Dr. Jones and Dr. Martin, um, what can it look like when you go in with this pandemic? Uh, well, of course, we, we are wiping down everything between every patient because we have to consider that they're all diseased and infested and all that other stuff. Um, but we treat them nicer than that. Uh, the, we've got the hand sanitation stations. Um, and the, like I said, fortunately, we have lots of space now. So social distancing is not an issue. Um, as mandated by the state, we're wearing masks. So you can have your own opinions as to whether that's necessary or not, but we're doing it. Um, and uh, it's a, I, from a pandemic standpoint, I think that's the, the best I can say. The other neat thing is this is not like going to your standard medical clinic where you sit down, you look across the waiting room and everybody looks sick. And even before the pandemic, you're always afraid of catching something. Um, we deal with, uh, from a medical standpoint, healthy people. Um, they, they, they may need to lose 40 pounds or they might have some, some physical issues going on here, but these are people that are seeking to become healthy. They are not looking for a way to get away from their symptoms. They're not looking for an excuse to not start moving around and doing those healthy choices that they've got to do. Um, we have the curse and the, and the great blessing of the only way a patient can get well under our care is if they have done it, an effective change in their life that positively makes the body function the way it's supposed to. We can't cover up any problem that they've got. So if they look better, they're better. That's a good point. And the reason I bring this up is because I think there's a lot of people sitting out there listening that maybe they're afraid to go in and see a provider. And I know our dentist was talking about that when we interviewed him. And I think we need to get past fear and get moving. Um, it's the only successful way that we can go forward now. And I'm glad to hear that you're able to do that. And that's a wonderful point that, you know, you're, if you go to a chiropractor, your odds are that you're going to see a healthier individual than if you are going to a clinic where sick people mm -hmm. are because they're yep. sick. Um, we're preventing, we're also in, in the atmosphere of patients that are already taking care of themselves. The clients there already have um, a different level of health. So um, don't let this pandemic be something that stands in the way of, of receiving the care that you need and um, being fearful for not going inside. Um, because really, honestly, I, 
from what I've read, it's not the facility and the contact of, of the equipment that's going to cause transfer. It's, it's going to be the um, exposure to somebody who's already sick at close distances. So, yep. um, Dr. Martin, it was a pleasure to meet yes. you. Thank, Thank you, you so for much for having me. I do have to head out. Work calls. <laughs> Go get him, Doc. Will do. <laughs> so I want to end on some personal notes here, Dr. Jones. When we, we had you on our radio show, I believe you had a new addition to the family. So we would love you to. Oh, well, which notes. addition? Um, <laughs> I, I can't remember how long ago that, that, well, that radio show was. It's been at least a year. Has it been two? No, not sure. Well, since that time, it's it's very. If if it was a single edition, then we're probably talking about my first granddaughter, Margot. Uh, she is almost two. She's driving her mother mad, which is great. I love it. Um, and uh, since then, uh, daughter number three has gotten married. So that's son-in-law number three that we have, and we've had a, a second grandchild from from uh, our daughter number two, um, Serena, and she's just beautiful and laughs and and uh she, her favorite thing to do is to watch her mom do the laundry she laughs every time her mom will pull something out of the washing machine which i have no idea why but she thinks it's just hilarious so we get a lot of zoom calls and and, and video calls with that and, and uh which is a great thing so those are the additions that we've had that's good to hear um, i think we had to reschedule because of one of the births and that was such a good reason we were so happy to hear that for your family so congratulations on that um thank you so do you have besides dr martin do you have any additional people that you've added to your staff since uh, we have uh four well four and a half five team members that that uh, work with us um two full-time therapy people two front desk uh, as well that then sometimes they work with the therapy as well just a little bit if we're if we're running over and i've got uh, another two part-time people that that really uh, save all the headaches in the front with the billing and, and the things and just staying on top of uh of all the insurance issues so that um you know patients don't have the headaches and we don't have them either uh one of my therapy people is a licensed massage therapist um we're not doing much massage right now because again of the fear factor that's out there uh but she is uniquely qualified to help us in the therapy bay she can see muscle patterns far better than the average person off the street um so that that's kind of the team there and of course like i said health source is a nationwide franchise so uh, we are constantly in contact with other clinics and uh and learning new things we spent last week crud about um so it was close to 20 hours of training that we did on a zoom call the, the pandemic has created a, an opportunity for us health source has what they call health source university it's uh, required for all new clinics that join we go in and they train and all the systems and a lot of it is the diagnostic and the and the treatment patterns and, and things to look for and ways that we can serve our patients that really we weren't taught in school and um, with uh, the pandemic going on they did it virtually last week so we shut the office down so we, we were running on east coast time we were in class from seven till three uh, monday through thursday last week and uh, really covered a mountain of things and and it was neat to see how well we're doing in some areas and, and what nuggets we could pull out and start implementing so We've been doing a lot of that, um, but uh, and and every week, every Tuesday, we train. Uh, we spend three hours, and we just really hit it, um, looking at uh, ways to diagnose, treat, and and even simpler things. Well, not simpler things, uh, things that do matter to the patient. Uh, the the coding and all that other stuff that can create a real nightmare for the patient if it's not done properly. Um, so we work on those every Tuesday and. And uh, during that, there's usually a half hour virtual meeting that we are, we're holding with 20 other offices through the 
frankly, from uh, all of the Western United States. Um, and so that's, that's uh, what we do. It's uh, we train and we serve. That's super exciting. So Dr. Jones, I don't think we told the patients where your new office is located. Oh, yeah. Get a hold of you. So you would share that. We are at 411 East 5th Avenue. We are right across the street from the public library, sandwiched between Rite Aid and Grand Co. Bank. And Wonderful. plenty of parking and it's just, uh, it's, it's neat. We've resolved all the issues we had with the other building. Super exciting because I think parking was one of the things that was a little bit difficult for you folks. And I think that- It was right. hard to look an 80 year old patient in the eye that was having trouble walking and she'd have to park a block away and cross the street. It just, it's not what yeah. you want to do. No, but super excited for you. We are so thankful you could make it on our show again. Um, Dr. Martin seems like a great fit to your- um, He's phenomenal. I wouldn't have him if he wasn't just superb. That's good to hear. Well, you're listening to Health Solutions with Sean and Janet Needham and um, our producer, Lindsay. Thank you. Um, we're excited to have some new guests coming our way. So keep um, looking on our Facebook for those announcements. And thank you again for watching us. We look forward to talking to you soon.